Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. Hey everyone and welcome to the What I Wish I Knew podcast by Dental Head Start. My name's Chidam Capel and today we will be talking about social media. Dr. Gita Perks, dentist and director of the digital marketing agency Dental Focus Marketing, says in this podcast, very rightly so, that social media is a noisy, noisy space, especially post-COVID. So in this podcast, she shares with us her top three tips for success with social media posting. So she covers topics like how to use social media as an indirect form of marketing, how to identify your target audience and choose the right platform for posting. Um, She also talks about the content strategy and personalization of the content through consistent posting. And finally, she talks about the challenge that we all have delegating this responsibility of social media marketing to the right person, to the right staff member or to the right team because we all are guilty of delegating to a staff member in our practice and as soon as it gets busy um, the the posts just disappear for a while and it's just a very ad hoc method. So Gita starts with sharing her top three tips with us for social media. I have lots of tips, but I'm going to whittle it down to just the three. Um, The first one really is to understand that social media is indirect marketing. You know, um, social media is a noisy space. It's, It's become even more so during COVID when everybody was online. And pre-COVID, the research was showing that you really needed to be putting up um, enough content and that content needed to be up in front of somebody 19 to 20 times before they took up your services. Mm. And today, that number has increased. Um, so dentists really need to understand that it is direct marketing, especially for your, if you're just doing PR and brand awareness on social media. Um, And what I mean by that is that patients are not going to take up your services immediately, but they will, you know, over time when they are ready. And if you're doing advertising, on the other hand, on social media for specific targeted audience, like Invisalign, for instance, you've got to understand that those patients are not necessarily going to want to take up your treatment straight away when they book in for their appointments as well. So you're going to need to nurture those patients. So that's my first, my first tip is to understand that social media is, it can be indirect marketing. Mm-hmm. The second tip is really to understand who your ideal patients are. You know, who are the typical demographics that you're trying to attract? Because this is really going to affect the platform that you use. So if you are wanting an older age group, um, typically Facebook will have an age group of about 30 to 70. Um, So so you might be wanting to consider Facebook. Um, If you're looking for millennials and younger people, then you know, start thinking about Instagram because that's where they tend to spend most of their time. 
Can I ask a question about those two platforms? You say there's a, there's an age difference, and it, you know it seems kind of obvious to me. I'm on both platforms. Your really successful practices do they post? Do they have um, presence on both Facebook and Instagram? And are they posting different content on them? Yes, yes, they are. Um, they're two very very different platforms. You know, and and what people want to see on Instagram is completely different from Facebook. Instagram's more visual. Um, it it can be very beautifully done if it's done in three columns, um, and you're actually stylizing the Instagram. Um, but yes, you know, some practices are doing the same content on both and some practices are doing different content. And the ones that are doing very well are, are doing different content. Okay, yeah. that's, a, that's really interesting. And, you know, when you talk about content for your, it might be for yourself or for your dental practice, are you talking about um, like content on your, I'm, I'm actually, if you don't mind my ignorance, I'm still really confused about what's a page and what's a group and what's your own personal thing versus what's an ad. Can you just mm -hmm. shed some light for dum-dums like me? Mm-hmm. Um, so a page typically is a business page um, or it could, be, it could be a personal page, but it tends to come from your own personal page um, because Facebook has an algorithm that you, and it needs to know that it is a genuine person who has a, has, um, a page and it's linked to their business, you know. Um, groups are completely different. Groups are... Um, a page which has a specific audience and you can make it private or you can make it a public group um, and you have the, an invested interest. All of you have a shared interest um, in that group. So you could have a mum's group or you could have a gardening group um, or, or, you know, those, those are the kind of things, you know, you could have other interests, um, whether it's robotics or something else, you know. Um, so those are groups. And what was the last thing that you mentioned? Um, so what would we have as our business page? So the content that you're talking about, you know, mm -hmm. the kind of content we write for social media, are we writing them in our pages, our businesses pages or just as individuals? Yes. So the business page. Um you can open up your personal page, but I'd be a bit wary about that, especially if you're a dentist, because what you post can really affect, um, I mean, you might want to keep that very private. That's, you know, um, and opening that up allows people to, to see what you do and what, you, what you're about. You might not want to share that with them, but definitely having a business page will allow people to see your professional side and what you're about, what you're doing in your community, what, how you're helping people um, and benefiting them um, is, is also important. It's that time of year again. Before June 30, we have to renew our indemnity insurance. And when I look for an insurer, I'm looking for someone who's going to be there when I need their help. They're going to act fast and they're going to be by my side so I can practice with confidence. I get all of that from Dental Protection Limited. 
What I love about them is that they're more than just an insurer. They're actually here to help us, to give us content and support us with medical legal situations. And most importantly, help us avoid these situations. The content they produce is the best content out there from an insurer like them. Renewal notices are out in May. To make sure you get all of these added benefits, sign up by June 30. I can say from personal experience, when you need help, you'll be glad you're with Dental Protection Limited. Thank you, Dental Protection Limited, for supporting me in my career and the Dental Head Start podcast. Another really obvious question is if we're posting content through our page, who is seeing it? Are they people, uh, is it people who have already liked our page so that they are potentially existing patients or people who know of us? Or are we reaching new patients that uh, might are not yet clients of ours? Um, how do they f- find us and who are we actually, who's the audience? our target audience, because I know it's different on Instagram where... It depends on your practice. You know, if if you're trying to attract a specific audience, if, let's say you're just trying to attract general general patients, um, so you'll be opening it up. The, the types of content that's written and the images that you're putting out there are going to be of, of people of different age groups because people are attracted to people and they resonate with people. So the more people that they see on your Facebook pages the more that they will, they will start to trust you online. Also, the written content is very important as well because um, people, people will read it if they think that the image or the videography is, is interesting. Um, but in terms of the audience, the audience will grow based on what you're posting. If they think it's relevant, they're going to invite other people to have a look. And they're going to tell people about it. They're going to tell people about your business. They're going to see, you know, your case studies on there as well, um, showcasing what you can, what what they can, um, what results they can get, you know. So there's a huge strategy that goes alongside what is posted on a page. And that is all dependent on the types of patients that you're trying to attract and the types of practice, the the practice that you're running. Yep. And um, with the um, with the third tip, what was that? Because I've just gone off on a tangent because I always do on these podcasts. <laughs> so I have That's a few okay. questions to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I like talking about social media, so that's that's fine. Um, my third tip really is about personalization and consistency makes great social media. You know, you've really got to understand that patients don't just want to see stock imagery and be sold dentistry every time they log into a social media account. It's just not fun for them. You know, they come onto social media because they want to be social. They want to see something interesting. Um, and in terms of consistency, you know, for, for some of your listeners, you might think that you're saving money by doing your own social media marketing. But my question always is to dentists, um, would be where do you want to spend your time to, to be more effective and get a higher return of investment? You know, whether it's doing your treatments or upskilling or running your business to grow your business. Um, rather than spending time on social media, you know, 
we might make it look easy, but it just, it takes time to create that right strategy. It takes time to create that content, the graphics and everything else that goes with that. And, and auditing is crucial to make sure that everything's working every single month. And um, putting up the content on a regular basis is important. And what we're seeing a lot of practices do, doing is ad hoc marketing. So they'll be putting up something initially and then and then not for many months. <laughs> and guilty, that really gives, guilty. <laughs> that really gives your patients the wrong idea about your practice, you know. Um, don't leave it to yourself or to your staff to do your social media because as soon as you get busy or as soon as you have staffing issues, everything falls apart. You know, so you really want your social media to, if you really want it to look professional, what I would say is to leave it up to a professional dental digital marketing agency to look after it for you. And they really, they really need to work in partnership with you to understand what's going on in the practice so that they can represent um, everything with the content that you want. Yeah, I think um, I am guilty of all of those things, Our certainly our practices. <laughs> It's 2021. We're used to cloud-based software enhancing every aspect of our lives. But what about something we use every day, our dental practice management software? Imagine something rethought from the ground up, designed for intuitiveness, leveraging what's possible in today's technology. Something that optimizes our daily workflows and does what modern dentists need to stay competitive and connected. Principal practice management software is this intelligent, efficient, and intuitive because it's 2021 and you can expect something more. Go to principal.dental to learn more. Social media has always been one of those things where it has so much potential, but because we're, you know, we're busy day to day, it's the thing that gets put at the bottom of the priority list. So just as you said, as soon as it gets busy, the content just goes out the window. There's not really a clear strategy. And ultimately, if there's not someone solely responsible, not just for creating the content, but following it up, um, looking at the conversions, tracking its effectiveness, um, that's that's really just, you need a lot of focused effort for that. And um, dental assistants and your other staff members are trained in other things. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of strategy behind this that I, I'm certainly I learned the hard way, and I probably wasted a lot of years doing ad hoc um, social media content. Yeah, and and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, but I think if you want to look professional, then then get the right marketing agency to do that for you. But coming back to relying on staff to help you, I think having an angel in your practice who can help you with the videography and the photography in-house to personalize your, your, um, your content um, is crucial. And they can liaise with the digital marketing agency and send them all of the content that they need. Um, so yes, you know, have somebody in-house to just, to 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 help you with that but also have someone professional that's helping you with the external side of things 
Yeah. And if um, any dentists wanted assistance with their social media from a professional agency, where would we be able to find you? You'll be able to find us on our website, which is dentalfocus.com forward slash AU. And you can just fill up the web inquiry form and yeah, we'll just book in a chat. That sounds awesome. And all of that information will be on the Dental Head Start um, podcast uh, website as well. Um, thank you so much, Gita. That There were awesome tips on social media. Um, thank you, Shana. There's obviously so much more to it than, than, than me. We just see pretty pictures. But <laughs> um, I think you guys know that there's a method behind the madness. There really is. <laughs> there is. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists.